It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show here in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. I'm glad you guys are tuning in. You guys are doing so good about coming over to YouTube and watching, and you're also doing pretty good about listening where podcasts are offered. Thank you for doing that. But you know what? This podcast is not going to grow if you don't tell people about it. It's just going to be the same folks that are out there enjoying all this awesomeness, which is the Chad Prather Show, all of the fun people we have on here. Your friends need to know about this, and some of your non-friends need to know about it, too, because we are guaranteed to trigger them just as much as we possibly can. Oh, we love to trigger people. It's not like we really want to offend anybody. We just want to stir the pot and let you lick the stick. You know what I'm saying? And don't you just want to do that these days? Is there not somebody out there that just needs to hear the wild, crazy common sense we put out here? we got a big show for you today. I have my friend Catalina Loff, who is coming on the show. She's actually running for Congress in her district in Illinois, if she's elected to Congress, she'll beat AOC as the youngest congressperson that's ever been elected. And I think that'd just be pretty cool. She's pretty sharp, and you're going to enjoy getting to know her. Of course, we're going to have Hot News Natalie on the show. Party Foul Steve's on here. And I want to tell everybody, we got a little thing going on right now where if you go over to theblaze.com or if you go to shopblazemedia.com slash Chad, you can buy all kind of merch that has my name on it and Party Time Mom. And we've got our F the Left shirts that triggered everybody. I think we sold like 50 of those over a period of two days. And I can't wait to have people just start sending me pictures of their F the Left shirts. It stands for Forgive the Left. It really does. And uh, don't let your why – you, why would you let your mind go into these crazy places? It's Party Time Mom. Stay horned. But we're going to have a good time today hanging out here in Studio 22. Yes, I'm hatless. Shut up. I just didn't feel like wearing a hat today. And yes, for those of you wondering, there's a little bit of hair up there. It like, kind of looked like a dirty Q-tip. You know what I mean? Look at it. Bam. 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 The puppet master Mark is sitting over there driving this new mothership, which is Studio 22. And of course, we got Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, and we're going to get into all wild and nonsense. Candice, I want you to get the microphone over there to your face. I want to ask you about something. Yes. Now, Catalina Loff, she's Hispanic. She's Latina. Mm-hmm. She is a. She's from Guatemala. Her parents uh, migrated here legally, became citizens. Um, incredible story that you're going to hear today. I just want to know why you're not achieving more as a as a queen of the Ethiopians, you know, and just do you have any thoughts on that, Candice? No, you know, I uh, I run this show for you, Chad. Look at you. Yes, you do. You, you know. tell me what to think. You tell me what to say. You you so collect all if, kind of information from me to make me look smart. So if I'm not achieving, you know, enough, maybe you're maybe you're holding me back. I could be. But you're not going anywhere, I can tell you that. People love... Can we please do a Candice Queen of the Ethiopians t-shirt? It must be done. A life of suppression is what I'm living. A life of suppression. I love it. You, you, is that because you're female or Hispanic? We don't even know that you're Hispanic. It's a constant mystery that I'm not going to answer right now because <laughs> we're working towards a 23andMe sponsorship. And if they'd like to sponsor the show, I will reveal what I am. That's right. Listen, 23andMe, you want a sponsorship on the Chad Prather Show, we'll give you the love. You can swab our cheeks week in and week out. Uh, it, uh, we can do uh, Match.com. Uh, we can do Grinder. Listen, we already have Party Foul Steve running his fingers through his hair on every episode. We'll do Grinder. Do you think, like, there has got to be some gay men out there ready to snap up Party Foul Steve, just ready to snap him up, just ready to chloroform him, chloroform him, you know, at a club somewhere, you know, while the, ooh, 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 
and he's just all like disoriented by the Japanese anime disco lights and stuff, and he's already feeling euphoric from, you know, all the coffee he drinks, and 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 then you just come up there and drop a roofie in his drink, and boom, there he is. He's all yours for the night. Party foul, Steve. Isn't that how you guys met? Uh, well, I saved him. I rescued him. I rescued him from the clutches of uh, human trafficking. I did. You didn't know that there is a market, Candice, for middle-aged men uh, to be to be kidnapped and taken away. Usually they wake up in a bathtub full of ice somewhere in a dirty hotel in New Orleans with their kidneys missing. Uh, but in Steve's, Steve's case, he is a sexual monster. He really is. I mean, if you've ever seen him and really paid attention to him, he is a sexual monster. Just... Just God broke the mold. So, Grinder, if you're listening, hey, we got a sponsorship place for you. Like, I don't understand why these guys out there, Candice, like, I listen to conservative radio all the time. We need the My Pillow dude. Like, Mike Lindell, come on, dude, holler at a boy. Mike Lindell did so much crack that his own drug dealers had an intervention for him. Now, that's a freaking story right there. Mike Lindell, my pillow. We need, we need, like, I could totally be the next um, ShamWow guy. Look at my nuts. You remember that? The chop, the slap chop, chuck, 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 chuck. And he holds it out. Look at my nuts. Like, we could totally do that. But wait, there's more. Why are we not doing this? We could be QVC. We could have so many sponsors. People think we get rich off of doing this show. We don't get rich. Off, we don't. We do this for free, man. Well, for four easy installments of nineteen ninety nine, you can be the owner of Chad Prather merch. You so. could. You could. I feel like I'm on Mystery Science Theater 3000. You know, we're stuck on the ship, so all we can do is just sit around here and talk about stuff that's going on. And now they're bringing in a potential congressperson in Catalina Loft. She's going to tell us about the things that are going on out in the free world of America. Can't wait to get to that conversation, which is what we're going to do right now. Thank you for tuning in. We love you. Hang tight, and we'll be right back. We're going to have some fun today. We have fun every day, but we're going to have a lot of fun today. It's going to be fun, informative. You're going to, you're going to enjoy this because you're going to meet somebody today that you really need to know. And I'm telling you, you're going to jump on her bandwagon and you're going to be so excited that this human being even exists and is doing what she's doing that you just, you're going to, not going to be able to shut up about it. So before we get into that, first of all, you know who's the king of getting free stuff is Party Foul Steve. You get stuff sent to you all the time, don't you? A daily basis. I mean, do you now just, like the other day... I had my truck, Natalie. We had my truck was parked in front of his house, and I had my car, and I had left it over there. Mm-hmm. And he was upset because my truck was blocking his mailbox. And he was like, You're, "You've got to come move the truck because the mail will not deliver if there's a truck sitting here." And I'm like, "When did you become so important that daily <laughs> mail matters?" And and that's the deal. You're getting stuff all the time. Yeah, I get stuff sent from all over the country because I have fans. <laughs> you know, some, okay. some people love me. Yeah. Send your hate mail to Steve at watchchad.com, okay? Every letter I've received on on that has been good stuff. Positive. Yeah. I'll take, it's titled hate mail. Now, but. this isn't free, but you can go to shopblazemedia.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad10, and guess what you can do? You can buy some of our merch. Like, for instance, he's wearing the Unapologetic Patriot shirt over there. It ain't free, but you will get 10% off on something like that. I, I've stopped getting a lot of free stuff in just because I'm like, ah, I just, like, it was like too much. Like, people send you all these things, like hats and T-shirts and all these things, and then you just got tons of them, and I got a big old head so the shirts don't, or the hats don't fit anyway. 
But they can send rent checks. I, I'll take those too. So. <laughs> they never want to send cash. That's cash. part of the deal. But I will tell you about a deal that is going to change your life. Imagine you're watching your favorite show on, say, Netflix or something like that. And right in that episode, it's, it's right in the middle of a giant cliffhanger. And boom, your Wi-Fi goes out. Well, here's the thing. Trust me. Been there, done that. That's why I've got Eero, E-E-R-O. So now I can actually binge watch from any room in my house. Listen. Upstairs at my house in the quote media room, it was like a black hole with my Wi Fi. But I got Eero and I don't have that problem anymore. Now it's the man cave I always wanted. Now, before we got Eero, kids had to do their homework huddled in the kitchen by a fire like Abraham Lincoln, writing their math on a shovel head and stuff like that. But nope, Eero changed all of that. They fixed it all because we got the right kind of Wi Fi now. It is the Wi-Fi your home deserves. And there's an all-new Eero starting at just $99. It will blanket your entire home with fast, reliable e- uh, Wi-Fi, eliminating poor coverage, dead spots, and buffering. You'll have a consistently strong signal wherever you need it. It's going to set up in just minutes. Plug right into your modem or your router box, and you manage it from just a very simple app right there on your phone. App's going to let you pause the Wi-Fi for dinner. How would you like to be able to do that when your kids are in there? You don't even know what they're doing in the bedroom. Just boom, pause the Wi-Fi. They'll come, they'll come to the table. You're going to get alert alerts if any device attempts to join your network. No more buffering on your streaming services in the master bedroom. No more kids complaining that their Xbox isn't getting signal. No more worrying that your security camera will be offline when you need it. You... Eero's the deal you need. It's fixed all of your lagging FaceTime calls, your dead Wi-Fi zones in the house, and buffering time. Get yours fixed as soon as tomorrow. Go to Eero, E-E-R-O dot com slash WatchChad. Enter code WatchChad at the checkout. You're going to get free overnight shipping with your order. That's E-E-R-O dot com slash WatchChad. Use code WatchChad. Remember, Eero, E-E-R-O. It's not a, not a Euro you eat, Steve. This is Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. That's G-Y-R-O. This is E-E-R-O dot com slash WatchChad. Use promo code WatchChad at checkout. Catalina. <laughs> Pronounce your last name. Lauf. Lauf. Yeah. It's Lauf. Lauf. It looks like laugh. <laughs> it, like it could be laugh. Yeah. Lauf. Yeah. It, I, but that, what a great last name. Yeah, I just love saying you. the name Catalina. Oh, thank you. I know. And I'm throwing accent in it that I don't yeah. deserve. Like as a redneck from Georgia, I have no right whatsoever to throw any accent. Yeah. It's like calling somebody from France Henri, <laughs> and it's just Henry. No, you know? your, your Latin spin is good. Oh, I like well, it. I like it. Don't you worry about all that. <laughs> no, Catalina. I like it. So I'm glad you're sitting down here with us today and hanging out. You flew in this morning. Yes, bright and early. Yeah. Well, you look all fresh and spry oh, and all that thank stuff. Thank you. You're doing something pretty amazing. Now, first of all, how old are you? 26. 26 years yeah. old. 26 years old. And you're running for Congress yep. in Illinois. Yes. And if you're elected, you will be the youngest congressperson ever elected to the House of Representatives. Yes. I Let me tell you something. You know why that matters? Because right now, you know who holds the record? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And I just don't want her holding any records. <laughs> I don't want her holding any records. I know. I just take it back from her. I know. How does that make <laughs> you feel about all of that, though? I'm, you know, if elected, I'd obviously be honored. Yeah. Um, and it's more of why I'm doing this. It's not about to beat a record. It's to serve the country in the way that 
um, to be a public servant. And that's that excites me more than breaking yeah. a record. Now, give us a little bit of your history, because you've got some history with the Trump administration. Yeah. And let's talk about that. Sure. Uh, I was appointed to the Department of Commerce in 2018 uh, as a political appointee and worked on uh, primarily Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, Opportunity Zone, uh, just really being an ambassador for the America First agenda. And that was the first time that I really saw just how much this administration is working so hard for the everyday American. And we need to continue that progress. Now, you mean to tell me that you are a Hispanic woman yes, working for the Trump administration and you didn't feel marginalized or um, there was no um, prejudice against you or anything like that? I mean, uh, contrary to what the world of social media would Mm -hmm. have us believe, how were you welcomed into that administration? With open arms. Uh, I think everybody who works for the administration that supports the president are patriots. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're just everyday Americans that want to help out. And and I have never I felt more marginalized for being a Trump Republican than yeah. ever being Hispanic yeah. uh, in, in D.C. So do you think, Steve, like at this stage in the game, do you feel like an underachiever? Oh, already? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take much. <laughs> It really doesn't take much. That's why I love having people like Catalina on this show. I love it. Oh, no. I love it just so we can make <laughs> Steve feel guilty. That's right. It kind of boosts your IQ by having me here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him trying. But that's amazing what you're doing. I mean, Thank like, you. like, how much have you have you caught a lot of flack for, for doing this? Because I know there's a lot of ageism that goes into things. I, I, I was running organizations when I was in my early and mid-20s. And you have people that are just like, well, why would we listen to you? Why would, why would we respect you at your age? Yeah, that's a great question. I think there... We live in such an era now where millennials are disrupting every industry, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you have billion... Millennials that are building billion dollar businesses now you were game changers and I think that there's such an, a need for younger people in office now that even young or older the older generation is just so happy that uh, younger people want to get involved in in the in the public um, service type of route and and so it, honestly it's been more positive than mm-hmm. and, than I ever thought and I really think it's because of the age that we live in the yeah. era. I think people are excited to see a younger generation get involved with things like this. Yeah. I, I really do. We need it. I mean, when you have people like AOC and the the young people on the other side that are talking about socialism, well, what is our country going to look like in 20, 30 years from now? We need to preserve the American dream. We need to preserve conservative principles and going back to what our founding fathers wanted. Yeah. And if we don't have people to carry the torch for that, well, then our country's lost. Yeah. Sitting down here, if you're just tuning in with Catalina Loft, and she is running, she's not, so just to be clear, those of you, we're talking about her not unseating AOC. She's not in competition <laughs> with AOC here. And I like the point that you made on that. She's running out of the state of Illinois, which is, I would have to think, a pretty uphill climb in regards to the state. How is that area for you? 
so the state itself obviously is notorious yeah. uh, to be a, a democratic powerhouse, but uh, and especially at the at the state level. But in the district, it was actually a district that President Trump won by mm-hmm. four points. Uh, it's a conservative Republican uh, at heart, and so to have a Democrat in like Lauren Underwood, who's very very far socialist, mm-hmm. what's well, fu- she's fundamentally not representing the values of a district like that. So we have an amazing opportunity here to flip it back and and at least try to make change. Um, and I hope that from flipping it back from a national perspective, we're actually doing work uh, on on a, on a local pers- perspective, because yeah. that's what's important. You know, your states are what matters. The communities are what matter. And the more that conservatives can can flip these districts back and continue on conservative principles, then we're making change uh, small, but then on a, an entire national perspective, too. Yeah. And coming from a family, and we'll get into this more because I yeah. want you to tell the story. Coming from a family of legal immigrants yeah. from Guatemala, it's an exciting story. But I want you to make me a couple of promises, sure. okay? If you get elected, first yeah. of all, I don't care if you do videos on Instagram yeah. <laughs> or, or live feed videos. I don't care if you do that. But just make sure that the apartment you live in, if you buy Ikea furniture, you put it all together, yeah. <laughs> okay, that you actually have furniture in your house, unlike AOC. Yeah, all right, first of, of all. I also don't marry your brother. I don't even know if you have a brother, but don't go find one to marry. Okay, don't pull an Ilana Omar. Don't what, Steve? I'm waiting. I'm waiting my turn. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't uh, don't throw Israel under the bus because you claim that you have a Meemaw back in Palestine, like mm-hmm. uh, Rashida Tlaib. Uh, it, 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 you see the point I'm trying to make. It, it, when you look at this stuff, it's crazy. And it all comes back to we need to preserve the American character when you have elected Mm. people like that who are just so divisive and are trying to create this narrative all for Instagram and all for the social media. Well, that's not public service, right? right? You're we need to reestablish integrity in in our public servants. And And, and so the the congressional rep that's in your district right now, Underwood, right? Okay. now what has she done? Can you tell me? And maybe it's been a lot. But what, in your opinion, what has she done for the constituents in that district? Has she done anything? Not a whole lot. And I think on top of that, she's actually put uh, recently um, there was a bill that was going to be passed on. um, She puts illegal immigrants before the veteran community, Mm -hmm. um, before our constituents. And, And I think especially when you're talking about all the issues that are going on in a national perspective, when you have a representative who is buying into the political game of the party, like the Democrats are doing right now, going against Trump, talking about impeachment. Well, they're not, they're so out of touch with their districts. They're not looking at what is actually going on in the community. Mm -hmm. What are the kitchen table issues that everyday Americans in a district like ours or districts across the country are actually who actually care about what do, they, what do they care about and and i think that's a huge problem too when you have people who are playing way too much on the party politics and trying to capture on a media narrative uh, that that's so out of touch and yeah. that's not the way it should be that's not what representative democracy is about yeah that's been a big issue for me because i look at these people who have they've been given such a platform to have such a voice and I, I'm, I'm looking at their communities and the areas that have elected them i'm like what are you doing for the people who put you in office, it just doesn't seem to be anything. I mean, uh, Alexandria Cortez is down on the border and she's crying at fences and, you know, staring across and, and out in this so-called outrage. And like you're from Queens. Like what, what, what's what's the deal here? 
And you're a family who came from from legal immigrants, and then you have to see this stuff, and you got to just shake your head that's going on. Tell us your story a little bit about your family. Sure. So my mom, uh, my grandmother and my mom and that side of the family came here in the 80s from Guatemala. Um, And for anybody who doesn't know, you know, what Guatemala is all about, it's a very corrupt uh, country. It's um, almost third world, Latin American country. And uh, they survived all of that and they built what they had they try to make they try to be somebody down there but obviously because of the political um, issues down there you you there was no um, sense of being able to to achieve any sort of Mm -hmm. you know dream right there's a very uh, huge uh, level of um, uh, class warfare you have the rich and obviously the poor and there's the middle class is very small and so when they saw you know a country like the United States that offered so much an opportunity and with hard work, you can be whoever you want to be. Well, that was, that's an amazing place to want to strive to get to. And so when they came here, you know, my mom worked three jobs. Uh, she learned English and she was so grateful that there was a country that she could go to, Mm -hmm. um, away from the, the political instability of where she was coming from. And so because of just who she was and, you know, my grandmother, um, at eight years old had to work on a coffee farm because, their family didn't have money, right? Like they know what struggle is. And I think a lot of children and a lot of people who've come here legally, they know what hardship is. And a lot of everyday Americans know what hardship is. And they had so much gratitude for, for the United States. They were happy to be Americans. And when you you know talk about the border and, and AOC down there, well, it's sad that there's not enough of that gratitude anymore. We're, we're in a, a, an era where people are entitled to come here. They're incentivized to come here illegally a lot mm-hmm. of the times. And, and we're taking away what made America great and what makes it a country that people want to strive to get to. You have people who you mentioned that, make, you know, the thing that keeps America great or makes America great. A lot of people get offended by that terminology these days because they say, well, America was never great. <sighs> But but that that just makes me mad. I mean, that, that irritates me when people say that, because the fact that you can even complain about that shows you how great America is. Absolutely. And I was listening to a lady on a radio call in program the other day who had she had immigrated from Guatemala, as a matter of fact. Oh, wow. And she had come here. She had migrated legally. She had become a citizen. And the host of the show said, look, I know how hard it is to do. And, and she said, uh, it really wasn't that hard. She said it, there was a process. Right. But at the end end of it, it was worth it. Mm-hmm. When you consider what I got for it, what I received as becoming an American citizen, it wasn't that hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, there are people who <laughs> there are people who have done everything they can to get to this country, right? And I can't say that I blame them for that because America is a great country. It is. If it, if we weren't great, why would they come? Right. And we need to be unapologetically patriotic like we should love america and i think it was a really scary time where you know when we talk about what people are getting yelled at for wearing you know flags on their shirts and Mm -hmm. and just loving this country well what is wrong with that like we should not be silenced we should love this country yeah i mean why i mean how dare you be proud of america look at you steve unapologetic patriot i mean (laughs) what's wrong with you 100 percent why would you wear that? And I raise little patriots, too. <laughs> what kind of pushback do you get being 26, Hispanic, 
conservative Republican um, parents, you know, mom is an immigrant. Yeah. What kind of pushback are you getting that now that you've gone public with this? It's interesting. From I, either side. Yeah, I get a lot of, oh, you're a race traitor, that you're um, just anything that they can find. But what's great is that because nobody can put me in this box and because I'm breaking this narrative, it's whatever they say, it doesn't matter because yeah. um, it's just who I am, right? And and the left wants so badly to to have the stereotype of that if you are Hispanic, if you're a female, if you're young, then you should be Democrat. And then if you're not, you're bullied into it. Well, I love the fact that, you know, I'm I'm conservative and I'm not going to apologize for it. Um, and so I think there's a lot of that on the party side. Uh, I think there's always going to be that divide of um the career politicians and then the disruptors right and so i get a lot of um well you're not falling in line or or you know wait your turn type of thing and you know i'm sorry like no i'm not gonna wait my turn this is the time for disruption to happen in the political space and clearly the career politicians aren't doing their job effectively if the fact that we've come to where we are today uh and so it's time that patriots step forward and and we disrupt the system yeah listen here illinois you got to get behind this girl let me tell you something this is steve this is why you and i don't run for politics we waited too long so you got to do it young (laughs) got to do it young got to do it young before the skeletons start piling up yeah too many things going on yeah unmute yourself over there sorry there's too many things you can dig up on yeah too too many things once one little knuckle dig up on him one little knuckle of a big toe sticks out from underneath that skeleton toe sticks out from (laughs) under that closet and i'm like no shut the door shut the door i can't do it should have done it when i was 26 i'm telling you should have done when i was 26 don't look at me with those dead eyes steve powell I couldn't do it. Like, like people ask me all the time to run for something, and I'm like, no, I can't do it because I'm too outspoken, right? And I feel like I feel like that to go into an elected office it could hinder me in some ways. Do you ever feel like that? Um, yes, but I think people want authenticity now, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we're in this era where there's so much transparency now in politics between social media, between you know, and, tr- and President Trump really kind of disrupted that space in a lot of ways of being so transparent, speaking his mind, and I think people crave that, right? And I, I think it's more of um, this is the time to do that because we need to reestablish that type of integrity. Yeah. People shouldn't just be suited up in this um, ivory tower, for lack of a better word, right? It should be everyday representatives, and you should speak your mind because then you're, the the constituents understand that you understand what their everyday struggle is. Mm-hmm. I look at I look at Washington D.C. and I don't know how much time you spent in Washington D.C. Oh. personally. But it, it really is just a trashy place. Like, I mean, there, there's just it's where the it's just where the scum goes to thrive. You know what I'm saying? And then you meet folks like yourself. And part of me wants to go, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Because you do have integrity and you do have a patriotic drive. And it mm-hmm. is an American first platform. You've been through some things. But then there's another part of me that says, hell, yeah, take it to them. Yeah, go up there and, and and use that platform and do what you've got to do. Because for me, age is just a number. Age. I mean, yeah. age, I'm not. I don't even worry about that. 
And and you mentioned something either about, you know, that people want to put you in a box. And that's true. That's We live in an age of labels. Right. And so if I, if I can put you in a box and categorize you, put a label on it, then put that box on the shelf, then I'm like, I don't have to deal with her. Right. I know what she is. She's 26 years old. She's Latina. She's blah, blah, blah. She's conservative. I don't have to deal with her. Right. She believes this, this, and this, and this. Nope. She's in that box. I don't want to deal with mm-hmm. Catalina anymore. Well, and I think it's it's great to have younger people in office, too, because, look, there's a lot of personal so- sacrifice that I've mm-hmm. um, given up and in, in to do this and um, in terms of career. And, you know, I never I don't want to be a career politician. You do your time, you serve and you um, you try to give back in the way that you think that you can. And, you know, this thing of career politicians and it's just it's not it's not the way it should be. Agreed. You and you you graduated. Your 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 degree is from Miami of Ohio. Yes. What did yeah. you major in? Because you got an you went and got an associate's degree, and then you went yes in Miami of Ohio, which great yes. great school. Thank you. I was a lot. Of, yeah, I loved Miami of Ohio. I did political science and communications. Good, it's way better than AOC's economics degree from Boston University. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which <laughs> that girl can't even count money. <laughs> do you ever look at her? Do you ever feel sympathetic for her? Or are you like, nah, this is the bed you made? I feel I feel sorry that she doesn't understand capitalism mm-hmm. uh, because there is so much that is so detrimental about her policies and not only her policies, but her rhetoric that just it's almost self-destructive. Yeah. Yeah. You think she's a one term? Representative. I, hope, I hope so. Well, I think we all hope so. Yeah. But it's like Nancy Pelosi said, a glass of water on the Democratic ticket could have gotten elected in that district. So who knows? Yeah. And then you go online, you see people who just love her. I mean, they just love her. And like yeah. they think that she just hung the moon. And I'm like, are y'all idiots? I mean, like this is in, in I just the stuff that comes out is just craziness. It's pure craziness. So I, I will see what happens. It's, we live in some interesting political times, but I'll tell you the encouraging thing. People need to remember this because they want to sell off this. This and generations have always done this. It's always the next generation is the problem. Yeah. You crazy kids, right? You know, you crazy kids. Y'all don't know any better. Hey, get off my lawn. You know the whole thing. But that's that's the deal. Don't write off the next generation because there are men and women that are out there like yourself who are coming mm-hmm. along. You're outspoken. You're educated. You're intelligent. You've got a lot of wisdom even for your age. Thank and you're, you're not willing – you're not afraid to go out and be outspoken and speak your convictions. And the convictions are good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, a lot – from a policy standpoint, there are there's so much that is going to affect our generation and generations to come, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, again, uh, it should be solved by young people who want to uh, serve and – and understand the, the the policies and and economics and uh, and so again that's why younger people should be in office because it's going to affect our generation and generations to come a lot more than it is for the baby boomers yeah. you know they had their time and it's well time I mean, to you know the, the world's going to end in like eleven or twelve years anyway yeah. with climate climate change. oh god climate change so, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean you won't even make it to forty <laughs> I mean you're doomed already so yeah. not going to make it yeah. I mean when you hear stuff like that you just cringe. It's ridiculous, but what the fact that it is even a narrative mm-hmm. in the media mm-hmm. and people are even talking about it, well, what about things that actually matter, like 
our taxes and immigration reform and healthcare reform. Like, let's go back to the things that matter. And that's why, again, the AOC and the squads of the world are so detrimental because they're dominating a narrative and they're creating the policy narrative. When, again, that's not kitchen table issues, right? Like, when you go to a district, that's not what people care about. Of course, people want to care. They care about the environment. But these things are just so... They're not what should be prioritized. Yeah. I've never met anybody that wanted the environment to crash. I've never met anybody that wanted to live in a landfill. I've never met anybody that wants the earth to be destroyed or children to die or floods and famines and tsunamis and, you know, locusts and frogs and hailstorms from God. I've I've never met anybody that wants all those things. We all care about the planet we live on. But this, this whole idea where now it's almost become planet worship and and this this whole thing has gotten weird. But on the flip side to your point, you notice if you watch a Democratic uh, debate, they never discuss the economy. Right. They no. can't because they'd have to give Trump credit. Right. Because it's doing too well. Exactly. There's nothing to debate <laughs> yeah, there. Right. So if you're going to pick problems, you're picking this ethereal problem that we can't even verify scientifically. Right. And that's the issue, though, too, is that what it becomes is it just it's a massive spending that it's it's because they want to increase taxes it's because they're yeah. they're tr- they're willing to bet an economy an entire economy people's hard-earned money on something that cannot be completely backed up right yeah. and that is the scary part and that's their whole focus is just how they're going to spend other people's money and how we're going to sl- slap regulation yeah. and that's just how they solve problems and that is when you look at somebody something like the economy and what donald trump has done well that's quantifiable right mm-hmm. like you can you look at job numbers you look at unemployment rates you look at how companies are doing you look at how businesses can thrive in a free market less regulation less tax uh environment you can actually put numbers on that yeah democrats cannot put numbers on what they want to achieve right they just want to spend the numbers well a perfect example you know our our annual uh budget in this country is about four trillion Mm -hmm. uh they want medicare for all which would cost 36 trillion right the green new deal we're talking 90 trillion or more I mean, you know, I mean, what what are we even what that doesn't that's not qualifiable. It's not quantifiable. It doesn't right. make any sense. It's illogical. Right. And so to your point, you're exactly right on that. Let's talk about the things that exist. And I will give you some numbers. Barack and Michelle Obama just bought a 15 million dollar eight bedroom house on, on the coast of Martha's Vineyard. So if the tides are rising, they're in trouble. God. <laughs> It's lunacy. And I'm glad you're doing yes. what you're doing. Thank you. Catalina Loft. Do you go by Catalina? Yeah. Nobody calls you Cat. Lena. People. You have siblings. Yes, I have an older sister. Got an older sister. Okay, so there you go. She will not be pulling uh, Nilean Omar. Perfect. (laughs) Catalina, what what changes? What policies do you want to see different in Illinois? What's important to you? What do you see that needs to be changed sooner than later? Illinois is so far gone as a state um we are so uh just bloated in debt um and there's a huge pension crisis things at the state level that fundamentally need to be solved however i think on a larger scale it's more on what people in districts care about again are you know immigration reform 
healthcare reform, things that we can actually try to achieve to fix um, that, again, aren't being fixed because there's so much gridlock. There's so much attacking that's happening from all all different sides. People are going against the the president. Uh, But then also just lowering taxes. Let's let's add um, accountability to government. Right. Like why are there are so many different departments, agencies that are there that are being spent on every in har- on hard earned on people's hard earned money. So just just going back to a place where we're going fiscally conservative, solving the actual issues that are, are problems and challenges today um, and coming to the table in a bipartisan way. I like it. I'm pulling for you. Thanks. I am. I'm pulling for you big time. You got our support 100%. I wish we could move to. We'll send Steve up to Illinois. Steve yeah. can move into your district and vote. I don't think that I don't think I can bring my guns up there, can I? Mm-mm. Gotta buy a well, Ford car. Catalina has anything to say about it. You know, I, I appreciate that uh, there's just a level of self-responsibility yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. That you don't have to be self-responsible. And, mm-hmm. and I would, that is something that is slowly trickling away. And knowing where you came from, you weren't handed a silver spoon. No. You know, you've fought to be where you are you're a perfect example i think everybody in this room nobody grew up as a trump so you know you know what i mean like you that some things you're blessed with and they're doing great things with that you weren't handed that silver spoon and you're still doing great and amazing things oh thank you so that's important where can people find you how can they learn more about everything you've got going on and and how can they support you yeah head to catalina for congress.com uh, i'm on Ka- at catalina Lau. and that is catalina with a c as you can see right yes. there on the ski if you're listening it's catalina c-a-t-a l-i-n-a catalina for congress and at uh, at catalina lauf on twitter and instagram yeah i'm following you today oh, i'm following her today <laughs> thanks i get a follow back from the future congresswoman of from course. illinois Good. of course absolutely we'll I take a selfie it. after this yeah too. we will even that yeah we will <laughs> yeah. i'll put the cowboy hat back on people will be arguing why aren't you wearing a cowboy hat i just don't feel like putting a hat on today oh you look good without it. It's just because you got a haircut and you look just, yes. Just shake shake out my locks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Catalina. I've always wanted to just shake out my locks around a congresswoman from Illinois. There it is. <laughs> look at Steve. Look at Steve. Look at him. Oh wow! You've got to stop running your fingers it. through your hair, oh, dude. They love it. You got your hair's going to fall my out. Fans, if you keep my fans. Your... My fan base loves me. So but there's like so many of that. your friends who don't. Uh, no word about them. <laughs> I think Catalina has a good point because you know you said it's too late for you to run and you don't want to. But I really look. You're one of those people that even if they dug up all that stuff, you'd be like, "Yeah, I did it. I'd own it. I, that, I, I would. It. I, it, that's, I still make mistakes, but I, I think that she's exactly right. That's what people want these days yeah. because ain't nobody perfect. We've well, all made stupid choices. Here, and here, of course. Yeah. Here's the thing. Even as a, as a public figure hosting a show, look, there's plenty of people who'll watch this show, see this show, and they're like, it's Chad. <laughs> like, they get it. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Look, I've, I've come out. We did, we've done multiple television shows. We, when we were doing Humor Me, mm-hmm. sitting there talking about all the crazy stuff I used to do. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, you know, thank God people grow up. <laughs> I and, mean, yeah. that's the deal. Well, and people are human, right? Yeah. And you're getting voted on your ideas and what you're going to change and yeah. the policy, not on your, you know, personal mm-hmm. life. Well, I Donald mean, no Trump's one's... a perfect example. Mm-hmm. People love the fact that Donald Trump was a billionaire playboy that, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, a mogul that was wrapped about by every rapper that's out there. They loved him. Everybody yeah. wanted to be Donald Trump. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. the goal. I want to be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, it, it, that's so... 
I'm bad. <laughs> Including the Fresh Prince. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, come on. Everybody wants to be. Now that song's going to be in your head all day. <laughs> Party time, Mom. The, uh, that's, that's the whole thing. Everybody want to be Don. Everybody well, want to be I, Don no Trump. Well, no politician has ever been my moral compass. I'm going to go straight to the Lord for that one. At so, what point in time did anyone ever start looking to politicians as, hey, we want our kids to grow up and be? Because that was the deal. You never trusted a politician, right? Mm-hmm. You right. never trusted a politician. That was the deal. These days, I think we are looking for a moral. At least yeah. for me, it's always been. I, I appreciate this this study in leadership that's out there because while they are representatives here to serve the people that put them in office, they are to perform as leaders because as the representative, they're the ones who are dictating and the policy and at least dictating is a bad word, but they're the ones who are legislating and, and they're the policy makers. So the leadership is a thing that matters even though they are servant leaders. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you're a voice to hundreds of thousands of people mm-hmm in a district uh you need to have a powerful voice right yeah. you need to be a leader uh because that's what people are looking for uh as a in a representative democracy and it should be servant leadership yeah and because that's how the best things thrive right when you're putting your people first you're putting the things that matter that's how any organization thrives whether that's in business or in politics and and we need to go back to that um, that needs to be the forefront and the guiding light to anybody who wants to run for yeah. office. It's not to be in Congress to be in Congress for the yeah. accolade. It's to you're doing it to be a public servant. Right. Um, and that's what matters. That's the perspective. And I can tell you, uh, I'm thankful for what you're doing. Uh, we'll pray for what you're doing. I promise Thank you, because 2020 is going to heat up. It's going to be a fun little journey for you. I yeah, know that yeah. there's going to be plenty of days you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, ah! yeah. Uh-uh. But we've got your back. I'm ready we, for we it. Do. We've got your back. Thank you. We I'm do. ready for it. You're always welcome here, and we're glad that you came on with us. And so go to CatalinaForCongress.com. Check her out. And uh, if you're in if you're in Illinois, do everything you can to support her. I mean, Thank I'm you. telling you, you got to do <laughs> it. And, and without at the risk of sounding condescending, I'm proud of you. Thank I, I don't. You. I don't mean Thank that you. in any condescending no, way. I'm proud of you. It. I'm proud of what you're doing, and Thank you light you. up a room when you walk into mm-hmm. it. And I think you'll do no different in the uh, House of Representatives. So Thank God bless you. you. That means so much. All right. Hey, find me at watchchad.com, Steve at partyfoundation.com. Natalie's not doing anything significant with her life, and of course, you can go to CatalinaForCongress.com. <laughs> Open a gun range. Yeah. Well, that's true. Well, that's my husband. Well, but it's still going <laughs> to be great. That. You guys are going to be. You talk about Trump. Y'all are going to be made of money. The Texas gun experience is going to be huge. They're opening a machine gun range. <laughs> That's incredible. I mean, yeah. And to to take it back to the the Trump family and and being a billionaire, like that's what makes America right. amazing. Yeah. Like you start coming from a family of small business owners, like that is that's how you achieve the American dream. Right. Small businesses are the backbone of our economy, Amen. and you can be whoever you want to be because you're working hard, you're passionate about something, and and that's people shouldn't be jealous of that. They should th- strive to to be that. That's exactly right. The gun, you know, we're opening up the gun range, but they've had a retail gun store their dad started it 35 years ago and now it's expanding that is that's a perfect example of the american dream absolutely that growth that i mean these this feeds community and Mm -hmm. let's let's focus on that let's let's make companies like yours thrive um so that you can get to that point one day I mean, that's capitalism fist bump there it is <laughs> bam fist bump all right hey we're gonna get out of here we love y'all candice the queen of the ethiopians the puppet master mark <laughs> hanging out over there candice's giving me the stink eye because she knows we gotta go are you giving me the stink eye you're thinking bad thoughts aren't you 
I can get your head so fast. Why aren't you running for office? Like, Come on, Candice. Underachiever. You're 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 Hispanic. Do something. So we think. We don't even know if you're Hispanic or not. We're gonna keep that guessing. Just I know. That's why we call her the Queen of the Ethiopians. We don't know. She's from somewhere. Her family's from Candace, you could do this. You could do this. Come on. Candace, we know there's no skeletons in your closet. They're not even there's not even Clothing in your closet. Oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that means. But what? <laughs> I don't I, I'm just that saying that closet's empty. That's yeah. all. That's all I'm saying. No skeletons, just cartilage. Yeah. <laughs> cartilage. It's a little flesh yeah. in there. Yeah. Good save. Good save. Anyway, all right, we're going to get out of here. Hey, listen, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Go where podcasts are offered. Leave us a rating and a review. We only accept five stars because this is America, and we don't accept anything less. Go find some merch. Get on the uh, shop blazemedia.com slash Chad. You can use promo code Chad10. You can get some of that good stuff. And um, find us out on the road. We love you. God bless. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.